that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, no. everyone. And we are back for another episode <laughs> of Around the Way Curls. And guess what, y'all? You're in for a treat. You're in for a treat. We need a fucking break from all the the heavy life work we've been doing. And we are going to give you nothing but hot topics this week. And, hot topics. You know, we're recording this Thursday, August 25th. This shit ain't going to come out until next Thursday. So I don't know how hot this shit's still going to be. But you know what? Medium we're here. hot topics. Look warm <laughs> topics. Here we are. Shanti, what are your updates, queen? <sighs> well... I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but I actually am going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> I went to a sex club. I can't even believe it. And it was completely and utterly underwhelming because oh. it was in Atlantic City. And what do you expect? <laughs> wait. <laughs> For I those of you on Patreon, wait. Where? <laughs> where? You were in the Jersey Shore. At the, uh, who goes? Who wants to see people? Even people from Jersey have sex. First of all, that's the first problem. But let me set the tone. It happened very, very randomly. I was with a motley crew of friends. You got the words motley. One, <laughs> one of them had. The idea has been to a sex club before and decided we, and was sharing their experience. And we were like, word. And they were like, yeah. And went to their phone. And then five minutes later, it was like, and there's the same chain in AC. And we were like, word. And so we all worked through our nerves and went to this sex club. We walked in and it looked like a ruby Tuesday. You know how there's <laughs> wood paneling or Fridays. You know when you go to Fridays and there's wood paneling everywhere, like Don't everything, and it kind of smelled like a Friday. Don't you know how Fridays play with me today, Shanti. For real, I gotta but go. I'm listen, tired. Listen, you know how Fridays has that distinct sticky wood alcohol smell. You irritate me right now. I'm not doing this. So with we you. walked in. We the given the spiel. The lady at the desk was like, y'all can fuck anywhere but on the pool table and in the pool. Anywhere else you can go. And I said, they didn't talk oh, wow. about consent. They no. didn't talk about. Oh, what in the. Girl, <laughs> I no. I just realized that. Oh, my God. They didn't God. talk about consent at all. They didn't talk about our. Uh, uh, no, that's not a sex <laughs> club. That's not right. No, it was a sex club, but it was in Atlantic City. And I guess it wasn't for. The rich and famous. This is for the working laborer no. of AC to go and find their pleasure and self-discovery. And this is what you get. So we walked in and there was, we walked upstairs and there was this open um, patio, if you will, that had a large 
Jenga set and hacky oh, yeah. sack. Yeah. Hacky sack um, things, lounge tables and chairs all around, and this Megatron of some really violent kind of porno. Like, not violent, but like it was heterosexual, white folks, white peen, you know, like there was this porno playing. I was like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> no action was going on. Nothing was really happening. We were all kind of like young kids in, I don't know, we were just kind of like creeping around, just kind of looking, seeing what was around the corner. We then went downstairs into a club and it was like a club. It was like red and green and like lights shining. There was definitely like a pres, like um entertainment in the center so it was like a very big breasted white woman with bikini on kind of like dancing poorly in the center it was byob so you kind of went to the bar to get your bottle whatever you have prepared for you and what i loved about this were the amount of older couples there so you see like a 56-year-old black couple. He had on like a Cuban shirt, you know, like the button-up Cuban shirts and then bare chest and then just like Speedo pants. And then his wife, and like he has a 56-year-old body, you know, and his wife is next to him or his partner, I won't assume, whoever was next to him. She had on a bikini and like this fishnet outfit and then next to them was a very unassuming white woman with, I swear to God, she had like a headband and an A-line dress that was loose with a little belt. And then her husband like had on a polo, like very, very white, librarian-ish vibes. Librarian. Headed down into what they called the red room, which was where you could only enter if you were naked or if you had a towel on you. So there, I didn't see it, lots of sex. It was just kind of like an awful club that I would have been immediately upset about had it not been under a sex club setting. I did see Asian women with their chochas out. Lots of Asian vaginas I saw, just two, not lots. They were very bold. I saw a little bit of head given. Oh, God. Um, but... It wasn't giving, it was not making me excited. I was just excited for these older people to be doing their things. I was excited for the people that were really into it and felt um, felt very comfortable. I didn't go into the red room. I didn't take any clothes off. I didn't want to go into a towel just so I could see, you know, Helen and, and Gary having sex. But... Listen, for an AC sex room, Girl. Atlantic City sex room, it's giving what I wanted to give. And I'm mad at those working class people living their best lives trying to find some discovery and spark. I do definitely want to go to another one because I feel like... Only with me and Mandy, please. The, the, Let, the please. power of setting, of smell, of Curation. Music, of light... Of everything could just have totally changed it. I said, am I? Where? Am I? Don't go to another sex club where you don't walk in and you're not greeted 
with the rules and regulations around consent. She might have said it, but I don't. She, I don't remember. She might have said it. It might have been. In, she might have. It might have been in the. Also, I don't remember her explicitly saying that, but she did say, "You can't fuck in a pool table or in the pool <laughs> anywhere not, else." That's is not a consent. Go. <laughs> the other thing I is also like monkeypox is a thing. I can't believe you went to a sex club in the middle of monkeypox. Not you shaming me. That's why I didn't want to say it on live air. No, I'm Fuck shocked. You, like, yo. did they no? Did they talk about that at all? Like, no. did they talk about this? Say how they sanitize or anything? No, we just said we just I'm sat a, down. I, let, I let, might have monkeypox. No, you don't. Damn, what? I forgot all about monkeypox. I know you did. I could tell you did. And it take child. I won't be seeing you for six to eight weeks. But listen, Queen. I want to elevate. It was fucking COVID when you went there too, which was. I had a mask on, but those COVID people and that were making love is different, weren't. baby. I could, I could, I don't want the pox. I can't. The pox. Oh, is here she goes. The pox is oh giving ugly. Hurt. Yikes! Listen, and the pox takes too long to get rid of. I can't. Listen, I want to not. I am not nowhere near a sex club like one enthusiast or do. Aficion- what how you say it? <laughs> I'm tired. A fish, aficionado. A fish in the sea of sex. <laughs> you are not aficionado. A fish. Whatever. I don't know that much about sex club. <laughs> I'm geeking. I, I'm, I, it was listen, an experience, but I want to elevate your experience. And the person that can do that is Mandy. Mandy, I, I'm telling you, for my first time, I was like. This is beautiful. I was so Word. happy. I would. I mean, but when I knew when I when she said you can't fuck in a pool, the pool table, I said, okay, say less. I know what this is going to be. <laughs> I need and to the know. fact that it was a Ruby Who Tuesdays. It was a converted <laughs> Ruby Tuesdays. I can't with you today. All right, Ruby Tuesday Sex Club is the name of this episode. I'm writing it down right now. Those Ruby are my updates. Tuesday Sex Club. I love you so much and. Y'all, anytime Shanti, again, Shanti does not mix friend groups. I don't know who the fuck these people are she went to this sex club with. Know. Or to AC. You never told me you went to AC. Are we even friends? I got to start checking your location. I see now. You were busy running these PVO streets. Wow, your daughter went away for two seconds not and you didn't found yourself i love no i'm not but shaming you know what the thing? i'm happy for it. i'm happy that you're t- that you're doing it that you're but living i really am i'm just up, want it to be better for you not the, ac <laughs> the thing that came up the interesting thing that came up even though you know i didn't do anything i didn't i didn't even get to see nothing for real for real like Damn, it was girl. i saw some asian vaginas and i was like cool 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 but I walked away feeling bad. I walked away feeling like I was a bad girl, that I was a bad mom. And I was like, I feel like these past couple weeks without Joe have been me, me managing that, like feeling like, wow, I'm not in any way and not in a resentful way of motherhood or like um i wasn't resentful at all but like feeling very different in the leisure that i had and the spontaneity that was offered to me and not having to be back home at a certain time or like you know up the next day for another being to keep alive but I did flush with shame, like, oh, I'm a bad girl. Like, I don't know if I could go even to a nice club and really see this shit happen and not feel like, 
bad. I bad think we need girl. to test that out because I'm not shaming you. I'm encouraging you to come with me and somebody who can make sure you have a to good a nice experience. John. We got to put some. Uh, what kind of music they played at that John? It was like slow and nice. It was still it was white, like, but it was slow and nice. No, oh, but it no was words. like it was like ambient music. It wasn't like it was, Chris Brown or somebody. No, no, no. There were no nobody was singing or anything. Not the black girl. They were playing up. <laughs> Wait, what? What's the thing that that you play at the cookout? It was a club. It was a club. What is that song? Wobble baby. Yeah. All right. No. I can't wait to tell. That's Atlantic City. I love what you offer me. I wish she was. Yo. I can't. I, the I stories I tell them about you, this. and they just laugh so hard. They be like, "Yo, Shanti," because they watch our clips, and they're like, "What is wrong with her? She is fucking funny." And I am just like, "Oh my gosh!" She went to a sex club at a Ruby Tuesday where they play Wobble Baby. <laughs> All right. I saw some Asian vaginas though. Right. Asians was living, and some free ass fifty six year olds. So. All right, been? we're going to work that out. Um, I, I'm i reading again what I wrote down. I'm encouraging myself to live urgently as you are. <laughs> and I'm I'm still working out. I'm still, I, it, I'm, I'm so proud of myself that I am really dedicating time to be like, yo, 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 you are stressed. Got to go work out for your mental health. And it works every time. I have to be honest. It does. I went to Blink the other day. Shout out to Blink. Blink? Pulled up. What and is got Blink? In the weight A gym. And got in the weight room. And I haven't been in a weight room since COVID. And I was just joyous in there. I mean, the way I love lifting weights. And I'm on like bench press. I'm doing all kinds of shit. And the men are looking like, first of all, who is this? Because uh, I'm not, I haven't frequented that gym. And there's other women in there. But they're like, what is this girl? I'm like, can I work in with you? <laughs> just like, okay, aggressive. But it was really good. It was really fun. And then the next day I was like, oh, I'm feeling sore. So then I went mm. and took a hot yoga class and mm. stretched it on out. And now today, baby, I'm finna die. But it's going to be all right. Um We'll see how I feel tomorrow. If I feel like Keep I need to pick me girl. up, that's what I'm going to do. But I And then I rode my bike to and from the gym and then rode around Prospect Park a bunch of times and Get just it. been trying to move my body and, and, and just and, and really just focus on my mental health and, and not looking at my body and judging it. So that's a good fucking step. Um, I stopped attempting to read books. I have many books that I keep purchasing oh. that I want to read. I'm realizing that I don't have the time to read. So I'm buying audiobooks. And I bought, I did not finish Real Love. Is that the name of the book? Yeah, by Susan Schallelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelel
Ma'am, Sharon, what's her name? Oh, is this as Sharon? I I apologize for being calling you just any old white name. I do apologize, (laughs) Queen. Um, But Sharon is a beautiful writer, but her voice doesn't do it for me. So I'm struggling with that one. But then I stumbled upon um, this. This is Jonathan Batiste used to frequent the jazz club that I worked at, and we're cool. Jonathan Batiste is a is a musician. Yeah, excuse me. Now we cool. You just know I every used to, motherfucking I, body, girl. No, like we, I, no. I can't hit him up like, hey, what's up, Jonathan? But every time he sees me as hugs, hey, because I used to sneak him food when he didn't have the money for food. And we would, I used to scream at him and be like, get the fuck off the piano. It's time for us to go home. Like we would curse him out. Jade and I crack up by how we would yell at him like, no, shut the fuck up. Like we would be, he's incredible, but he would come in at like 3 a.m. And then we knew we would be there for like four more hours. It was awful. But shout out to him. He's brilliant. And so I've obviously follow him and his wife, Suleika, Suleika, excuse me. Um, I don't know how to say her last name. J-A-O-U-A-D. She is a brilliant author, writer, and, and human. Mm. And Suleika um, has a memoir called uh, Life Interrupted. And this can kind of bleed into my hot shit, but... Suleika is a leukemia survivor and who leukemia recently came back. She was not able to join him at the Grammys. So they talk Mm. about this duality of like her having to go back into treatment while he is on this crazy high and then managing that um, and them having to be apart, but also still finding like so much time to love one another and be partnered and that that's life and you have to hold the two things and it's really beautiful. Um, and it was really inspiring and she's really inspiring. And so I was looking, going through the Instagram metaverse and reading her, her posts. And I was like, wow, I really love the way she writes. And so I, I listened to a clip of her memoir and I said, I I need to buy this. And I am hooked. Her memoir is called, did I say it? Uh, Between Two Kingdoms, A Memoir of Life Interrupted. It's absolutely beautiful. And you don't have to be dealing with some sort of illness in order to really enjoy it. Um, Everybody knows that, and Jasmine's talked about this, that her mom is also um, a cancer survivor. And so I reached out to Jasmine's mother, Miss Pam, was like, have you read this? Like, I have this book that I think you'd love. And she told me she did. And Mm -hmm. she talked about how incredible it was, how she actually lost the book and hurried up and bought another one because she had to finish it. The book reads like a novel. I mean, I I am just swept up in the way this woman creates. It's not creation of a world. It's really her world. But she is so dynamic and... She's lived such an interesting <laughs> life. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Monkey box. And <laughs> she's lived such an interesting life. And I was, it's just so inspiring. And I'm not even at, I just got to the part where she's diagnosed, but you know, she's oh, off in Paris. She's like the way that she's just lived and she doesn't really have she doesn't linger with shame. Like she's tried drugs. She's done this. She's had this one night stand that turned into this love affair. 
And then this man John? followed her off to Paris. And no, I don't need, it's not Jonathan because no. I know Jonathan and I know his story. So this guy isn't him and I'm not even up to Jonathan yet. So it's, it's just, I'm so excited to hear about her story and, you know, and I'm really rooting for her and rooting for her to find herself back in remission. But if you are interested in, and something that makes you want to live urgently, if you're looking for that kind of inspiration, I highly recommend you get this book. Again, it's Between Two Kingdoms, a memoir of life interrupted um, by Suleika J-A-O-U-A-D. Just a, just a... Sounds wonderful. It is. Uh, Shanti, I keep thinking about you. I think that you would really, really enjoy it. But I also have... Um, a story that can finally come to an end here. Uh, Fran <laughs> of Hey Fran Hey has been somehow listening to the... I'm shocked that she'd be listening to Around the Way Curls, but this little brilliant light being is cracking up at us trying to pronounce this damn lady's name. <laughs> and so she was like, you know what? I'm going to get her to say her name on a voice memo. So... You know, I know there's a lot of anticipation about how the fuck do you say this this woman Haas's name? I have it here. Let's go. And we have permission to play it on Around the Way Curls. Are you ready? Let me let me move closer to my screen so I Are you ready? Yeah. Mariam Hasna. It is not Hasnea. I will play it again. Mariam Hasna. Mariam. We said it right. Hasna. I feel good about it. Yeah. Now. So Nicole, you are loved, but you Nicole. are good and wrong. And I and, and and if Fran is saying Hasnea, she playing and she make a she's playing with her friend. Okay, so Fran ain't know her name either. Fran just <laughs> found out what it was just through us. You're just welcome, today. Fran. Stop embarrassing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but that really, you know, that that really, it kind of takes the the wind out of my sails a little bit because I was enjoying all of the the guessing. <laughs> It really was. I was like, ah. you know, I, I was about to have a poll. Like, all right, how do you say her name? <laughs> but it's a beautiful name. And do you hear her voice? Do you hear her voice? I said, I need yes. to listen to She's an audio book by you. Matter of fact, Medium that's a great, I would buy that. An audio book of her just reading her I writing. I just want her to call it. I want to hear her audio cursing us out. Put some fucking <laughs> respect on my name, all right? First like, of all, keep my name out all y'all motherfucking mouths, <laughs> okay? First things first. There it is. Um, Who are you? <laughs> How you say your dumbass Shanty. Name. Shanty. <laughs> I don't even know how to say my aunt's one that aunt's in it. I answer the both. I, I love to hear the callers. I love to hear the different um, pronunciations of the callers. Antoine. Some people, Antoinette, Antoinette. Yeah. Moving right along, uh, that was partly hot shit, but I would like to shout out, big shout out to Big Frida. Big Frida has come into our hearts and minds, and we need to celebrate Big Frida because Big Frida has our own cannabis line, Royal Bud. It's finally here, and Big Frida has three fire strains. It already dropped August 22nd, baby. And it's only at Green Queen in LA. So, it, and it will be available in more stores soon. Follow Royal Bud Co. for all the info. We are not paid for this. I just want to see black folks and cannabis. 
I want win. us to have our own strand. <laughs> what would it be? Well, you have a strand for money and dicks, and then you have a strand for love and light. That All right. depends on how you feel. I have an unpopular opinion. I want to get rid of money and dicks and love and light. I think we've outgrown it. Boo. <laughs> I don't feel like having this argument online right now. No. <laughs> I, I do, though. I'm just Boo. like, we don't even talk about buddy and dicks. You went to a whole sex club, and you ain't say the word dick once. I didn't oh, see I heard no Asian dicks. Vagina I saw Asian coochies. Times. I ain't seen no dicks. <laughs> I ain't seen not one dick, except Child. on the porno. It was a pink, pink dick. Well, Penis. Phallus. Anyway, we'll talk. I, I want the people... I want the people's feedback, you know? I'm also thinking strategically about advertising and brand association. And it's just giving hesitation for on the brand's ends. You know, that's what I'm feeling. That's what I'm anticipating. And I just don't know if it really encapsulates what we do. I just don't know. So more to come on that. Some other hot shit. I can't even say if it's hot or not, but I just want to know. Have you watched the House of Dragons? How have we yes. not talked about you did? Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it yet. Oh, well then why are you I was up hoping that you did it and so we could embark on this journey together. And I have watched that first episode, Queen. How do you did was it good? It was good. They set a very good foundation. They took us back to that wonderful um, terrible place and I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's next. So it's very, I was very excited to see Dem Thrones trending once again. They apparently have five spinoffs from Game of Thrones in the works. Really? Yes. And I'm going to watch every one of them. I know. They said we're going to keep this going. It's going to be like Marvel. It's going to be like the Marvel universe. And that's what they were saying. All of the universes are going to connect. I'm going to freak out. Anyway, I'm not going to tell you what happened. I'm going to fucking freak out. I mean, I'm here it's for it. It's going to be like Marvel. You hit it on the head. Wow. That's exactly what I thought. Did you see, uh, there's a Tweet of God account on <laughs> on IG, and it's brilliant. The, the handle is literally like God. And this is person who obviously doesn't believe in God. And so they keep tweeting under the name of God. And they have like millions upon millions of followers. <laughs> and they were, <laughs> you just see this like white bearded, white haired human that's like, Looking like what a white person would think God looks like. And he tweeted, low key, the Marvel universe is better than the one I created. And I was <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, like that, that's another hot shit. If you guys are not following the tweet that's of God, good. head on over there because it's comedy. But anyway, something that is ungodly moving right along. Shanti, you put this here. Sheehan, child. All on the TikToks, the folks are sharing their experiences of opening their packages and looking on the labels of their care labels where you would see like how to take care of the fabric. And they're seeing within the text, need your help (laughs) on care tags. And everybody is shook. Shin, as we all know, is... Is Shin? I don't know. Shin? 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 Okay. We... Are not going to continue with that pronunciation confusion. <laughs> and people are, you know, they are already under a lot of sc- scrutiny for their fast fashion 
ethics, the way that they mass produce clothing that is very flimsy and very cheap and, of course, at the expense of human labor over there in China. But folks are, could you imagine? We Help me? I need your help? It just said help. It didn't say need your no, help, No, right? they said help me, help us, help pronoun. Me need, like, it was saying help. help. Pronoun? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Wait, so Shein. Need your help on care tags. Wow. That's what it said. Shein claims that this is false. So allegedly, we don't want to get sued. Recently, this is their statement. There have been, there has been some confusion about one of our product <laughs> labels, the company writes. <laughs> our intention was to remind customers to help soften the fabric by using a softener when washing the garment for the first time. The fabric is digitally printed, a process which reduces the use of water as opposed to traditional water-intensive textile printing. We also want to make it clear... (laughs) That we have a strict code of conduct for suppliers, which forbids them to use forced labor. Now, listen here. Shen. Shen. Don't be tricky. China talking about. (laughs) China better (laughs) cut it out. It's not funny. China talking about. It's not funny. The, the, The reason why I'm laughing is because people just expect you to be dumb. But now listen, company. I don't understand how help helps me understand. So to. Put some fabric softener in the shit. That's what they said. I, you know, I don't goddamn well, you wash that T-shirt, that shit going to disintegrate the next day anyway. Baby, listen. Now, they said, the- well, what you have to realize is that when we congregate <laughs> together and we put the fabric softener up upon the enmeshing of the standards, we didn't mean anything by that. And you are welcome. <laughs> You're like, what? What? Okay. Wait. <laughs> But the, the other thing about it is that they're trying to say that, that their fabric is digitally printed, a process which reduces the use of water. Shen, you put each garment in plastic and ship it to me. I don't need those individual plastic well, what bags. What got to do with the need help on the <laughs> right, day? Right. They said, no, they listen. Was like, they were like, listen, we're, <laughs> let me, let's distract them. We're, we're fighting climate change. No, the fuck you're not. Shen, cut it out. And I know half of the people listening to this episode is on Shan's website right now. Get off of there. I'm Stop done with Shan. buying that shit. No, for real. In terms of ecology, in terms of people, it is bad with a Keppel B-A-D. It's bad. And they, listen, child, it's bad. And these I'm people sad. Need We're help. laughing and I'm really sad because this is, this is basically... Um, if this is true, then I can't even imagine the conditions these people are working in. Because the way Shin chugs out those goddamn orders, it ain't and, right. And the inventory, Ungodly. I just can't even imagine. Flipping lawless. It. How many they got people? Kids. They got yeah. women's. They got I, men's. I, there's no way you can mass produce. I just don't understand. How can you mass produce that much and have your prices that cheap without having some sort of forced labor? Stop. The Stop way they tried to hoodwink us, they I did said, that. That statement was wild. <laughs> that was a, that was giving Republicans how they just be saying any old thing. Also, we never even talked about. Did we ever? This is an aside. How the Republicans want to defund the FBI now? But that's oh, we'll child, <laughs> child, we'll get over that. Um, anyway, <clears throat> you have another one, Sheila. Beware of men who are unemotionally or emotion. Can't read. Go ahead. 
So this human here on TikTok, I'm gonna bring this up. Um, this man, this is a hot take. I'm I'm curious as to what you think about this. I've heard this it. podcaster uh, by the name of Ace Metaphor, former bad guy turned good. Already don't trust him when people <laughs> say stuff like that. That's like foodie. When people say they're foodies, you like you you. <laughs> I'm a foodie. Mm. I'm a good bad guy turned good. But anyway, let's take a listen here. There's so many men that don't like women, but they're sexually unattracted to men and they have no choice but to deal with you. And they act like it, don't they? Like these men don't like women for real. They don't bond with women. They don't emotionally connect with women. They prefer to be around men. They respect men. They get along with men. They see men as their equals. They do not view you as it. But the only reason they're with you is because they're not sexually attracted to the men. If it wasn't for sex or power, they wouldn't be with you. I need y'all to watch out for these men. Like, actually, like, inquire about whether this man, this man actually like women. Not, not if you're heterosexual. My question to you is, do you actually like women? My thing is like, yeah, 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 yeah. But women talk about this shit all the time about how we wouldn't fuck with men Men ain't shit. I don't really like them. They are, they're the only reason that I mess with men. I wish I was gay, but I can't be gay because I'm only sexually attracted to men. And we joke about it. We make memes about it. And like, this sounds mad toxic, what he's saying. And I know a lot of niggas that are like that. It's, it's giving, it's giving homoerotic a little bit the way that I feel like he's trying to imply a little bit. But I just feel like women feel this way often and we joke about it and it's accepted. But this is like, I think it's a little different. Alarm. I think it's a little different. One, because. I love men. I don't always <laughs> love dating them. <laughs> I love them, though. I got mad male friends. Ooh, love them, love them, love them, love, love them. But baby, dating them is hard because you be like, wait, do you have a soul or a heart? What is going on? Do you like me how, as I a person? I don't how that's different. It's different. I think, um, girl, you know some of the men in my life who I love, who I would never date. In a billion years. Think about it. Love them Because maybe they don't really like women. Maybe they are those what, men that don't really like saying. women. So that's the question. It's like, I, I mm, love men. Okay. It's hard to, to date some of them. I still want to because I like them. I like being around them. What he's saying is, I don't, he's saying, I don't know if men actually like women. Some men actually some like men. women. I think that it goes both ways. I, I don't know if... People like their partners. I don't. I hate this man, woman, fucking men versus women thing. I do think that there are some people who are who are dating people they don't like, but that they are just with because they like sex or they like the companionship or they just feel like that. I don't know. I. I I don't know how many people like themselves enough to like anybody Uh-oh, else. Not it's you just taking it too. I'm edge. taking it too far. We taking it. That's why we can't do hot takes. Cause <laughs> we always just bring it back. Like we can never just go just and be rah rah. They right, be all hype chill. on the other podcast and be I like, know. yeah, because like no, but we be like, but it's the self love and acceptance. <laughs> 
Do we like ourselves? Do we? Do you like yourself? I'm serious. Do you They're like yourself traumatized enough? young boys that need our affection? It's no, a lot of traumatized rap, young women too. Girl. It's a lot of them. I said it. Hot take ladies. Non-binaries as well. Some of y'all hate y'all. yourselves too. <laughs> We're all fucked up. And until we understand that and until we do that work, we are not going to have successful partnerships. And you can't hate yourself and love and somebody else. Mm. Where did that come from? I hate Me, yourself and my love heart somebody else. No, that's a rap I never line. heard that. Hate yourself, but you, you love yourself. You never want to give me credit when I drop some <laughs> fucking di- You never want to give me credit. Line. You hate you- yourself, but you love their wealth. Rocking around wearing Korean nails. I think it was Lauren Hill or something. That some was shit. Lauren talking about, she was like the Philly girls. Philly girls. Um, Not Philly, Philly girls. Girl, she did. Philly girls let... Um, Sell their souls because it's in. Look at where you be in. Hair weaves like Europeans, fake nails done by Koreans. Come again. You hate yourself, but they love their wealth. Oh, that's Kanye. That's All Kanye. Right, anyway, we go- yes, he Not did. you mistaken Kanye for Same Lauren. difference. Lauren oh, no. Gemini's on the <laughs> mental health spectrum dealing with their things. I hear you, Queen. I Do hear you hear you. me? Yeah. I feel like what I heard from you <laughs> is... <laughs> God, y'all! I just want you to know it's eleven twenty-two at night while we're recording this. I probably shouldn't say that because sis is gonna call back and be like, "You got to do this episode again when you're more fresh." <laughs> we're a bit delirious at this point, but listen, stop telling them the secrets because that's basically putting your "I need help" in the tag. Like you can't be letting the Shanti's running a sweatshop. <laughs> she no. won't let me be free. This the- is my third episode of the day. Listen, you can't be letting people know. People think keep... it's me. I ended the last episode was like, do we need to record this one tonight? And you was like, sis. Do this all fucking week, Chad. Damn it. The weekend. <laughs> we just got the weekend ahead of us. Joe. Anyway, I no, forgot what I was talking Thursday. about. This comes out Thursday. We could have recorded next week. Go ahead. But again, this is back of the house stuff because then it comes out that we're actually recording twice a week. But that's basically what's happening anyway. No, but let's go. You just, you went on and on and on too damn long on the last episode. I texted you and said, hey, 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 you're hey, going too long, where this Sheila. Is so we can cut this out of No, the, no, it's good. Uh, this is good banter. <laughs> just keep it in. Fuck it. Next, next topic. I dropped They'd the gem like, on a TikTok joint. Can y'all joint. please not break up? Like, I, please stop <laughs> arguing on the episode. It's Are we arguing? Me. I don't feel like we're arguing at all. Come on, this you got a, a new joint. This one is really interesting, um, Internet. I don't know if you underst- you saw this, but social media reacts to the firing of therapists who went on TikTok and urged black men to seek therapy. Shabri Rawls is a therapist, went on TikTok and gave a very, very provocative pitch for black men to seek therapy. She says things like, it's your, it's so your, take, go to therapy. It's so your life can be easier. Don't you want to be able to communicate with your bitch? 
Long gone are the days where you can just shut down. Bitches are not tolerating that. Y'all think bitches just want to argue with y'all because y'all refuse to expand your emotional emotional vocabulary. We don't. It's to provide clarity for both of us and y'all dusty bitches. So the way that she <laughs> went on to invite men into therapy was very provocatively, with lots of colloquialisms. <laughs> Calling women bitches and also dusty bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I want her on the next episode. She was saying we should have her on the next episode. She says when you expand your emotional vocabulary, you can expand your awareness of yourself. When you expand your emotional vocabulary, you understand how you can navigate in this bitch. This is a fucking <laughs> weird ass world that is hard on y'all. That was like let's acknowledge she was calling that the, the world, world a bitch. Is very difficult for y'all, but y'all not making it any easier, bruh. Take that shit that's on your chest. Y'all are go- doing a disservice to yourself. She ain't said nothing but a word. And she ain't called... I didn't hear a dusty bitch. She called the world a bitch. No, she... Well, um... What Don't ended up happening her. was that she put this on TikTok. It went viral. And a black woman who saw this... Got her clinical ID. I don't know what the the professional wording for was it, but found her, her place of employment. Snitch. It's like, and she was fired. Oh, man. A lot of people have responses. A lot of black men are like, yo, this shaming tone that you are sharing this information is the reason why black men are triggered in. Don't open up in the first place. Like, why you got to talk like that? Um, all types of responses. Give me, you, you, you share your response. I didn't while hear I, it, but I will say. Well, girl, I, you done heard it. I'm playing, but I just feel like um, some, and some people's attempt to be relatable. And, you know, Lauren said, and even after all my logic and my theory, I add a motherfucker so you ignorant niggas hear me, right? Lauren said that. And Lauren I think some it. people take it a little too far sometimes. I do think that duality is a thing. But when you are dealing with people's mental health, there's a certain care and tenderness that I think the masses need. It would be different if she was talking to someone she knows, a homie who she has like a very clear relationship with and understands that 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 language and that approach would resonate with them. But to just put that out there in that way feels a little um, naive and pedestrian. But oh. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh my God. It does. It, it just up. feels like miss. Mm, she calls take, her pedestrian. I mean, take it easy. I I feel I, you know what? I don't want to get in trouble cuz I don't want to be the person that's, you know, centering men. But I feel I I feel sorry for men. I just be like, damn. I I don't know how to get y'all to help and love and care that y'all need cuz you know, I I don't know if you know what you need and I don't and if you don't know what you need, I don't know how the fuck we going to know what you need or how you need it. That might have resonated with some people. I, I'm I'm positive it didn't resonate with others, and it's just unfortunate. I'm I feel 
bad for her that she lost her job. Maybe she needed to. I, I really mm. don't know. Therapy is tricky because you're still just talking to humans who are fucked up, too. <laughs> you got this fucked up human trying to help you unravel your fucked up. <laughs> this business. is no, the name damn of, well. I thought the name was this of the bitch episode. This going to go on her TikTok and talk about it. <laughs> Listen, I thought the name of the episode was Rosie Tuesday Sex Club, but it might be you're fucked up. We're all fucked up. I'm I don't know. You fucked up and we're not going to be all right. Oh, no. Someone said, this is such a dangerous pop culture articulation of black male mental health issues. Mm. Pathologizing and speaking down to patients struggling to find words for trauma is not best practice in any literature I have read. This shaming tactic is why black men don't pursue therapy. What do you think? I think it was distasteful. I think that her message was important. I think a lot of doctors during COVID went and shared their hot takes, their experiences of what they experienced in the field. Um, And I don't think there's anything wrong with her doing that. I think she could even, you know, do it in her, her voice and not, I, I think she could have done that in a different way. And it been, Probably less impactful because <laughs> it didn't go viral. She was provocative. Get the people going. But there is also like respectability politics. I feel that we're all yes. spiraling in as well. And like she didn't say anything wrong. She didn't give up any clients names. Um, it was just her delivery that made people. What's the word I was using? Damn, I lost it. Uh, uh, prickle. Prickle, prickled the edges. It made people feel ooh nasty. I, I also That's think ghetto. We're getting caught up in this world where folks want to go viral. It's no way she put that on TikTok. It didn't want to go viral. Where, you know, everybody's their own celebrity. Well, child, she out there. She getting she black. She done fucked up now. She might as well become an influencer for real, for real. Why she got the momentum? Because she ain't going to be no therapist. Was she fired or was she she was fired? Was her license rescinded? Do we know? Like, can she still practice? I think she can practice. Mm. I believe. I actually don't know. I, I, she's a therapist or psychologist. I actually don't know how it works. I don't know. Okay. She's not therapist. Psychologist, I think can die. Prescribe. Prescribe drugs. Psychiatrists can. Psychologist mm-hmm. is different. Psychiatrists can prescribe drugs. Oh, I, I don't know. What I might be that. wrong on that too. I don't think so. But I th- think I'm right. I don't know. Either way, blessings for all of the people affected. I'd be pissed too. Not pissed, but I'd be like, damn, she wilding a little bit. Watch one of us get fired. Well, you don't have a job that, where you work for yourself. If I get fired from my job from anything I say on here, I, you got to hire me. S. Abel. I'm scared. Uh, moving right along. Get canceled and then my whole livelihood go down. <laughs> Next <sighs> up, this is this is interesting. <laughs> Come on, hot takes. We taking it there. We got the hottest shit on the streets. Barrel, 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 barrel. White girls are losing their motherfucking edges as well. The beloved, grown now, JoJo Siwa, done lifted up. Who the fuck Her is side? that? You don't know who Jojo Siwa is? Wow. Google this just... human. No. She's a very weird child star that like 
Google Jojo Siwa Young. I see her. She had these tight ass ponytails, tight as a motherfucker. She had this bone on the very on her forehead, and now she's bald on the side. Jojo Siwa now identified. I don't know if she if mm, I might be misgendering Jojo. Jojo is now. I guess this is irrelevant. Jojo done cut her hair, has a boy cut now. Jojo done lifted up the side, and she just is bald on her edges as your aunt, child. Oh, just I see it, child. Stress rash. She had a stress rash well, white people on call her head. It a stretch as, what? Stress, stress what they call rash. Say that That's three times fast. That's what the white fast. folks are saying. From tight ponytails. We call them the bumps. We call them your edges going. <laughs> I'm nervous for her. Her haircut cute though. That haircut's cuter than them ponytails. All oh, of us. Her hair loss does not seem permanent. And she no gotta get that oil. Lodge. It's it's some oil on the shade room. That shit look like it worked. Jojoba, co- uh, Jamaican. No, caster? it's some oil on the shade room. I don't follow the shade room anymore, so I don't know the name. I'm trying to be better with my life. But there's some oil that these people, I mean, it has like four million reviews saying that this helped their hair come back. I sent it to Jazz, actually. I could go in my DMs and figure out what it was. But poor JoJo. Also, white people should lose their hair. I, we should all lose our hair equally. But I Why think white that people like are sharing thing? the consequences of their enslavement to beauty and the slick back oh, and all I that see. shit either. White folks is bald-headed on the edges as well. Can I say something? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, you know them dumbass buns I've been wearing, them little ass buns? I got mm-hmm. a little thinning right at the top of my head where I've been See? pulling. And, yep. and for whatever reason, I want it tight. I want it slicked back. So I use two hair ties and pull it as tight as humanly possible. Maybe it's pulling my face up and getting rid of some of my wrinkles. I don't yeah, know why I'm doing too. it. But it's not affecting my edges. It's affecting the top of my hair. I'm enslaved too. I was I was enslaved when I was growing my hair back, enslaved to a head wrap. I used to tie it right. Remember I had like put a oh, head wrap yeah. in the middle, a little dawn. That I, I was bald, but it's grown back and Oh yeah, I remember that little bald. So remember my bald spot? Yeah. Hmm. Shout out to the white women that are bald headed. Ain't got no edges either. Bald headed, skittle diddle. That's your song. Ain't got no hair in the middle. Did you know that? Why is that my song? Because you're thinning in the middle. We're gonna take a break. (laughs) When we come back, we're gonna reel it in. We're going to have some voicemails, and Shanti's gonna talk about psychedelics after these messages. Oh, you should sing it. We haven't done that in so long. After these messages, we'll be right back. Boop. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. 
But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. And we are back. So as promised, we have a new voicemail. And this person actually asked a question, and I love questions. So let's see what they have to say. Hi, Around the Way Curls. It's AJ, your girl. Hey, Shanti. Hey, Antoinette. I have a question. Are you a horrible person as a friend if you're sick and tired of talking to friends who all they do is complain about life? I understand that I'm in a very rare breed of women who like to watch sports, don't like to go out a lot, and if I do, it's going to be on a rare weekend where people don't want to go or they don't want to go to a game as far as my girlfriends. And then you have guys that if they are available, they're somewhere far, and I don't have a freaking car to go see them and hang out. And today I just got tired because now it's been a couple days in a row. My friend has texted me to death about how bored she is, how lonely she is, and how she wants to travel, and do I want to come, and I'm always saying the same thing. No, you know, I don't have enough PTO days, and I'm just not worried about not having a boyfriend all the time. And even if I am, I don't need to talk about it every time I talk to you on the phone. I mean, am I just, like, dead inside, I guess? I mean, I'm 43, and my friend's older than me. And most of my friends who are single, if they're not already going out and doing stuff and just unsuccessful, they're just complaining. And I just don't know how to deal with most of the small uh, friend group I have just being so whiny (laughs) help am i a bitch please tell me no but you're funny (laughs) i'll tell you that (laughs) oh no shanti you go first radical honesty radical honesty i feel like there's a time and place for you to share with your friend or like ask questions so that the friend can see themselves a little bit clearly. Mm. Um, I wish I had that setup of what those questions would be that you could ask them. But like, uh, what are you enjoying or what does bring you joy or do mm-hmm. you have anybody else that you can call and text in this moment? <laughs> 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 but something that will help jolt her out and see herself. Cause people don't, people be on their rant, rant, rant and don't realize that they're even doing it Yeah, and downloading on you. And for whatever reason, that's your pattern for accepting that thing. So you gotta be like, what is it about me that be taking that on? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I actually had have a friend in my life who can can sometimes be a bit negative and I'm like, "Whoa, child, you got it." I know you didn't. Cut it out, blue. Sorry. Um she can just <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
She just started tearing. Look, I wish I could show y'all. My snake plant is on the floor. Yes. And oh, no, you didn't. I love it. <laughs> wait, can I? Oh, no, no you didn't. wait. I don't want to. Wait, because my house is also a mess. I don't want to embarrass myself. But look at my snake plant. Look what she just did. Y'all. Oh, oh no, she didn't. You said Ass whooping. Yeah. This is what I was like, oh, no, you did Just tearing it up. Lawless. Anyway, I'm sorry. She, um, <laughs> this episode. This she episode. Is, this episode of mess. Y'all either want us to give you the hot takes free <laughs> shit or are we talking serious stuff now? Pick your poison. So anyway, th- this friend is, can tend to be that way. And I had to have a talk with her and say, you know, this is actually unhealthy for you. You're you're gonna cause disease, disease in your body. Oh, you like, said I that. I am actually, yeah. I said I'm I'm actually really concerned because I I started off with what you know what, well you know what makes you happy what you know well what's going good right now like um, let's practice like or I would even try to lead by example and say you know I've really been trying to practice gratitude. I know sometimes things are hard and and I even invited her. To join me in like texting each other what we're grateful for at night. And she was like, fuck out of here with that woo woo shit. <laughs> and so I had to just tell her, like, listen, she she was going off one day, going off. And she could see me just shrinking and going in and like my chest becoming concave because I just wanted to protect myself from her energy. Mm-hmm. And like, like, like you, AJ. I'm very much into sports. She's not like there's there's some things that I'm really into that she just has no interest in. So the hang is is we also had to have that conversation of we're in two different places and I'm interested in X. You're interested in Y and I still deeply love you. Um, But, you know, it's it's we have to find like some compromises here. But I did tell her like you, it's not healthy for you. And I'm concerned because I love you. And there's so much good going in your life. And these are the things that I see. And I just hope that you can, you can see them as well and find space to celebrate them. Um, I don't know what to say about the, the single thing. Cause that shit, as somebody that's single, you don't be wanting to hear nothing. From none of your friends, like, well, girl, you know, at least you could go out and mingle. And you're like, shut up. I don't be wanting to hear that. So just ignore that. But just, I don't know, gently remind her. And then maybe they can't be your friend. <laughs> Do you like them? <laughs> oh, my God. Do that's you top- like them? That's the next podcast topic. Do you like your friends? Or are they just your friends because they've been your friends? Shanti, do you like me? I do. But I like you too. I really I do. I like you and I love you. Because we would be in Ready. trouble if I didn't like you. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> so thank you so much um, for calling AJ. We hope that is helpful. I don't know if it was. Um, it was. It was, right? We gave, we gave a little something, something there. But we also have a return caller. This young lady called... A bit ago, and she was giving us the rundown on her life, and she was in need of some advice. She was struggling. Um, her name was Maya. She was, I think, out in the Midwest somewhere 
working a million jobs, going to school, doing all the damn things. Oh. And, and remember her? Trying and to figure she, out what she wanted, what she liked. Trying to figure out feeling, what she wanted. Oh, Maya. Feeling lonely out there because she didn't have the friend group. So she called back to give us an update. So let's listen to what she's saying. Hey, Shanti and Internet. Um, I just wanted to reach out again. <laughs> My name is Maya. I left a message um, a few months ago, and I was talking about being a grad student and navigating um, a lot of things alone, and I just wanted to, I guess, follow up. Um, this summer, I worked as a waitress at nighttime. Um, getting off really, really late um, every night. I had to complete my graduate research during the daytime, you know, interviewing folks, coordinating, planning events, doing all sorts of things. I also got an internship that kind of allowed me to just elevate my research a little bit more. And on top of that, I worked another job um, for my aunt's Airbnb. Um, cleaning. And I was really embarrassed to tell people that I was cleaning. Uh, I was making good money, but it's just not something I felt like I could tell people and just be straightforward and honest about. Um, Because I felt like, you know, if everyone is working a job where they're in an office and they get to wear like pretty clothes and, you know, make lots of money, I felt really embarrassed saying like, oh yeah, I clean for like an extra 200 $300 a week or so. Um, And my goal after a heartbreak at the beginning of the summer was to make some money and um, buy a car because when I was in grad school, I was really, really um, depressed because I didn't have the freedom to go anywhere freely like I do when I'm living in New York City. I'm in New York City now at home for the summer, Um, but I go to school upstate. and I did it. I, I got my goal. I made this money. I bought the car. I love my car. And I just, I don't know. I often listen to that episode where you guys talk about comparison being the thief of joy. And um, I just keep looking at everyone I know, having parents with money, having families with money, you know, maybe securing a job with lots of money and traveling the world, going out to eat having all these really fun experiences and I'm just so fucking jealous. I'm so jealous. And, um, it's hard, you know, I, um, I had a lot of fun this summer doing a lot of quadrat shit, doing a lot of shit that was free, doing a lot of stuff that was inexpensive, doing a lot of stuff in my own hood, doing things like, like finessing people at bars, <laughs> people that wanted my number, just, you know, finding, oh my God, I didn't even realize I was talking for that long, but this is Maya. Anyway, I feel like to say that I don't really know how to navigate these really big feelings that I'm having where I feel proud of myself, you know, I'm proud of myself. No one, my parents, my friends, my family, no one has really given me the words of affirmation that I feel like I really wanted, and I learned to give it to myself. Of like, you did that. You did an amazing job. I'm so proud of you. But at the same time, I'm just like, how is it that I accomplished this really big goal? And I'm 24, and I'm like one of the only one of my friends that has a car now. 
and it's something I really needed, and it's so useful, and it's made my life so much more, like, happier and easier. But I don't know why I still feel so behind despite doing something that was so big. And maybe it's, maybe I just need to stop watching other people. Maybe I just need to be more grateful. I don't know what it is, but um, I wonder how do you all kind of navigate, one, feeling like you're like the hood rat friend sometimes, like you're the one that's still living in the hood, still not making a lot of money, still, you know, not able to do all these big girl things, and then also um, just not – letting other people's success undermine your own. Um, thank you for listening. Bye. Hmm. You can... Because St- you think I'm a hood rat friend? <laughs> She's like, this applies yeah. to you. Um, oh. Uh, all right, Maya. I can relate to um, being the person in the group <laughs> in New York, in my New York group, I definitely feel most often I am technically on paper the person that um, is still striving in their career that financially is not as well off. <laughs> uh, I guess status wise, it uh, doesn't, well, status wise in terms of what society um, values. Isn't isn't as high on the list as as much of the company, most of the company that I keep. And one, the company that I keep, I, I'm honest with them about that. I'm honest with them about the the discrepancy in finance, in status, and it's and I don't I don't. Uh, put myself down about it it's just to put it out there that like you know I I can't do certain things or if I do I have to be mindful about x y and z right and that can be hard because it's very hard to not compare yourself and 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 your trajectory to other people's especially when you are working as hard as you work and you might even feel like you're working harder <laughs> than some folks who either just have privilege or popped off for whatever reason, whatever the case is. And, and it's, it can feel like a, like a reflection on, of you. I have people in my life who affirm me. I have people in my life who... I know, see my intrinsic value. And when I'm with them, I, I can feel that. There, there isn't much discomfort. It's when I'm in my own head that I feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really important that you sit and figure out if, if it's in your head or if people are making you feel that way. Cause there, there have been some times when I'm, I, when I was around other people where I'm like, Oh, you actually like making people feel less than because you have, and I'm no longer around those people. I'm not interested in that energy. And then 
I am, I, I'm really proud of you for saving your money, getting your car, having your freedom. Um, I am concerned that you're working these hours and in order to make it happen. But I, I understand sometimes you got to do what you got to do in order to have a little bit of happiness. So I, I wish, I wish ease for you again. That's where I'm at. I wish ease for you. And I wish for you to really understand and honor your own intrinsic value and to not get caught up in the mind fuck that is like, my resume doesn't read like this. My bank account doesn't read like this. So I'm somehow a hood rat or I'm somehow less than, or I'm somehow like, um, dead weight, you know, I don't want that for you. I want you to be around people who remind you of how great you are and who make you feel valuable. I don't know. This this world most this world will fuck you fuck with your head. Most often it's us looking at ourselves doing it. And I actually don't have the answer for that because I struggle with it as well. So, Chati? Yeah, I agree with what you said. Um, I think I think it's important for you to start connecting with what you really want and what your desire really is. Mm. Um, and always interrogating, do I really want that? Or do mm. is that attached to status? Do I, mm. How do I really want to feel? Are, are the things that you want always material things? And if they are, then you need to go deeper to like, all right, well, what are those material things going to make you feel? Because it's normally we are attached to feeling a certain way more than having things. Things make us feel a way. So you can just start observing yourself more and try to be as best that you can. It's really hard to be a little less judgmental and give yourself more compassion. And I think that you are learning how to do that, especially with you bigging yourself up and building your self-esteem because that's what you're doing. You're basically building your self-esteem and um, it's going to take years to do it. You're only 24. So these, this kind of self-reflection and this work ethic that you have and this interrogation that you're beginning, I think is only going to lead you towards deeper discoveries and making wiser decisions and really centering your happiness and ease. I hope, I, I wish that for you. So keep going, girlfriend. Keep going. Yeah. And thank you so much for calling. Um, again, we love to hear from the Around the Way Curls community. And if you have, you know, something you want to get off your chest, something you want to say to us, you got a bone to pick, you got a suggestion, you have an offering, please give us a call at 215-948-2780. That's 215-948-2780. And with that, on this uh, bonus Kiki episode of the week, we're going to go into politics. And I would like to segue into a girl, Maya. Guess what? Working for the man and getting these high-paying jobs and going into this corporate world, really ain't it. Because guess what? Businesses are tracking 
Employees Production. And it's fucking wild. Both Shanti and I listened to The Daily, and they had a recent episode about this where they were talking about how because so many workers are working from home, that they businesses are now using new technology in your business computer, your laptop, where they are taking random screenshots of your computer screen every 10 minutes and then also utilizing the camera on your computer to take a picture of you. And it is assessing your productivity. So if you are not sitting by your screen, that is basically going into databases where they're showing how productive you actually are and are not. This was this came to um, the forefront when a woman, I don't remember her name, I don't even think they said her name, but there was a woman who noticed, she had a high-paying job, she was making like, what, 250000 or something a year, and she noticed that her paycheck was a little short. Well, it comes to find out it was a little short because of this technology. The technology was screenshotting her, and her, and her, like her, her actual person, which is really just, I don't understand how that's even legal and her computer screen and determining what her pay would be. And if she wasn't sitting there at the exact moment that that random screenshot happened within that 10 minute window, she wasn't paid for that full 10 minutes, which goes on to say that this is actually faulty technology because what if you had to go to the bathroom, but you were working the entire, like the rest of the 10 minutes? What if you were on the phone with your boss or with an employee still working? What if you printed out documents, which a lot of people do, and were reading it in that fashion and not on your screen? What if you, and she was, I think, a analyzing some sort of data herself and was like, there were a lot of numbers that she had to run. And so she would honestly work some of those problems out by hand on her desk. But if she wasn't looking at the screen, she was docked. Surprisingly, there are mixed signals, mixed, um, not signals, Jesus, mixed, uh, what is the word? Reactions, mixed reactions. Responses, thank you, on this. Um, Some people, black women, uh, are cited by saying that they actually appreciate this technology. (laughs) Black people are so fucking... Aren't they interesting? abuse syndrome is so deep. I know. They actually appreciate this technology because they're like, I work harder than that mediocre white man. And so this is a way to actually... um, Prove it. Excuse me? Prove it? To prove it, but to to have substantial like numbers and data behind this notion that I work harder than X. I'm more productive for the company. I'm more dedicated. I deserve a raise. I, so th- they feel like this data gives them what we were talking about before. It gives them a leg to stand on when they want to have these kind of negotiations at work. Other folks are like, this is wild and a violation and it also is faulty and it shouldn't exist other folks are opting into this there are people within the mta that have the quote-unquote white collar jobs where they're not doing the manual labor by of like moving the trains and driving the buses cleaning the buses etc etc but they're the higher ups 
And they actually opted for this to be installed in their work computers so that they could have the option of working home, not the full week, one day a week. And they're being monitored five days a week. They actually said, fine, that cool, monitor me. I don't give a fuck. I just want to, I'm desperate to stay home. To me, it just shows that our conditioning is insane, that we, that we think this is okay, and, and that we actually think that this proves productivity. Me staring at my screen does not prove that I'm being productive, in all honesty. A lot of the work that I do require, does require me to be by my computer, but it also requires me to problem solve. And I don't necessarily have to do that by sitting there at the screen. Sometimes I need to walk away and figure out what is the best solution for this. Sometimes I need to go to the fucking bathroom. Sometimes I need to make dinner for myself. I actually sent this to my HR department and asked, is this technology being used on my work computer? And I was told no. Um, That's the scary part is that not all businesses are letting their employees no. know about 75% of businesses who do use this surveillance technology do not tell their employees right. that they are using it. And also it's it's susceptible to different bi- biases because the computer data and whether it's reading the eye level, reading facial recognition, mm-hmm. all of these things of course we know are faulty when it comes to melanated um, yeah. skin. Skin. And just similar to what you said, it would just it's just really it's dystopian to me. It's really weird. It's really fucked up because just like you said, it's not giving any credit to the human one human management in which people actually have conversations to figure out what's going on in somebody's mm-hmm. life if they are slacking on their work. Two it's this idea, just like you said, that if we're just moving or on the screen or moving our mouse that around, that actual work is being done, which oftentimes our best work is done when we're quiet, when we're not in the middle of doing something. Uh-oh. I see that. Oh, Jesus Christ. What do I do? What should I do, Sheila? Something went wrong during the recording. Please have Shanti re- refresh your page. It, just really fast. For the patrons, we just had a technical difficulty. All of a sudden, our platform crashed. So we're coming back in now. Go ahead, Shanti. It just becomes this really data-driven, dehumanized point of driving productivity that doesn't really have any care for actually how productivity works and like how people need, I don't know, just like you said, nuance. People have kids, babies cry. They have illnesses that come up. They need to take a moment to breathe because they're having a fucking panic attack at work and they need to take a minute to go huff into a brown paper bag or like throw up because they're stressed. I don't know. It just feels- Also, just because you're doing a bunch of work does not mean you're being productive. As somebody that works in project management and I have to look at budget, I can't tell you how many people are wasting budget by doing work that is so unnecessary and inefficient and a joke. I'd rather people log the fuck off and stop wasting the budget than to keep going around in circles the way they do sometimes. 
terrible, scary. Yeah. I do want to say, on the other hand, there are businesses that said, hey, some of my people aren't even fucking available to me. Sometimes I'll call employees and they don't even answer the phone. I can't get a hold of them. So I had no other choice but to use this. So, And I know people, baby, when you're on Teams, that away message <laughs> or that it's not away. It's like the idle. But it says away, but it means that you're idle. It means that you have not touched your fucking computer and they'll tell you how long and you're just like pinging this person pinging this person and they're quiet the quitting knows them they're not quiet quitting they're just like uh, they probably i mean i had somebody who would be like oh I, i'm out walking my dog every two fucking seconds and it was like bro like what are you doing so there's I, i'm sure some truth to people working from home and taking advantage but i don't know if this is the way to Especially relegate if it. they're not uh, people are not having a choice to opt in. I feel it's the yes. surveillance part that feels the grossest. They have and to like be a aware. Violation. They have uh, to a be A recommendation aware. for those people who do want to shop on Amazon as well as work. The recommendation is to use your personal, always use your personal computer and make sure that you are not in, on the same browser or whatever internet connection as your business if they do provide that for you. So that was a tip from the white lady on NPR. Yeah. What a mess. Anything else, Sheila? You got For some people that here. are reeling from trauma, whether it be workplace, whether it be from war, family life, anybody that has post-traumatic stress syndrome, Biden, Biden out here being radical, Biden a hippie, throwing money out for people, just <laughs> opening up the floodgates for health care. He's preparing to legalize psychedelic uses <laughs> of medicine. Excuse me. I need to say that better. The Biden administration is preparing for legal psychedelic use within two years. The FDA will approve psilocybin and MDMA therapies. In a study, the trial conducted with Psychedelic-assisted therapy found that MDMA paired with counseling brought marked relief to patients with severe post-traumatic stress disorder. These, there's a couple things that I just gets on my nerves around Western medicine, modern, whatever. These indigenous people have been licking toads. Thank you. Smoking eating mushrooms, fucking, these people have had the keys to opening up folks' minds and hearts for years, so many indigenous practices. And then this white guy want to come around, first stigmatize it, make it illegal, jail people, ruin families, put people in debt. Most importantly, make these type of therapies that are really remarkably effective um, what's the word? People can't have access to them. And then they're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, this shit really do work. And then we got like five, you know, tech boys and billionaires that are investing that in part. this. Now, you know, and it let's be get taxed, the FDA so. to do this. We got investors behind it. Now we get some tax money from it. Open the floodgates. Yep. Hate it here. Give it to Johnson & Johnson or whoever else is like some Pfizer. opioid family that's giving, getting rich off of the way that they basically abuse the population but 
I couldn't agree more. That was y'all can you get said high. everything. Y'all can you get high every, now. You said everything that I was thinking. I, I, I was not shaking my head because I'm against psychedelic drugs or the use of them. I'm shaking my head because exactly now you are co-oping again, colonizing the shit out of it, figuring out how to profit off of it. And, you know, the pharmaceutical companies will go wild. Good for them. And and soon we'll go to the doctor and get ayahuasca. Soon enough. Oh, is that gives me chills. These people that have been doing these for centuries and centuries and are actually tapped into the spirituality the behind it. it right. right the real practice the, the portals, real practice the portals that are opened that can guide you through exactly now you're ripping that and you're yeah. and it's going to turn into some old western bullshit it's going to turn into yoga to a hip hop beat oh that makes me really sad god yep. damn it hot takes hot takes <clears throat> hot takes lastly Again, this is all my, um, I'm very (laughs) excited about this. First of all, I love listening to BBC news. Mm. I love to hear their court hearings or whatever. They have their parliament hearings where a nigga will go up and be like, yo, we want him gone. And then everybody's in the background like, hey, hey, y'all. They're like, (laughs) it feels so lawless. I'm like, yo, there's no order. Y'all just screaming. Boss Johnson has been an abomination to this <laughs> city for years now. They he fucking has to hate go. Morris. They hate Boris. Like, Boris is hey, out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Boris is out of here. They say you got the gun. Anyway, apparently the masses have that same energy. Due to what's going on with fuel and energy, the Russian war, Ukraine, and just the way that so many oil companies profit and exploit these situations in which they can, it has come to that about 15 million people in the UK have been pushed into fuel poverty. Fuel poverty is defined as having to spend over 10% of net income on fuel. And this is expected to happen by January 2023. That is, what, six months from now? Four months? That is very, very soon. The report predicts that even with a 400-pound fuel rebate offered by the government, over 80% of large families parents and pensioner couples will fall into fuel poverty. And so in response to this, there has been this rising grassroots opposition called Don't Pay UK that is asking the masses to withhold their energy payments and to go on a strike beginning October 1st with the hope that by um, having a million people, or is that, what's that? A hundred, yeah, mu- a million pledges by, excuse me, October 1st, they will then begin their energy strike and hopefully get the attention of these gas companies who have earned up to $82 billion in profit between April and June of 2021. So I know, I think, I don't know if it was this episode or another episode, but like, All right, maybe not paying your taxes is not a realistic um, (laughs) thing, but also maybe it is in terms of how 
when people realize their power, we were talking about these quiet quitters. We are talking about people being increasingly fed up with the amount of debt that they have and just the ways they just can't have their basic needs met. And this feels like a global situation that's occurring that when people gather together, they get attention, if anything, and they also see the power of their numbers um, together. So I'm, I'm rooting for these people. Don't pay UK. I'm rooting for them. I hope that they get the government's attention to step in and maybe offer more rebates or like somehow get these fucking oil companies in check who are just hiding behind the the uh, war in Iraq and all these things that they, excuse me, the war in Ukraine, all these things that they can't control um, while they make billions of dollars in profit, billions of dollars in profit. And could you imagine 10% of your net income would have to go to no, that's too much. Your gas bill? That's too much. 10%? That's too much. I said it. 10%. Imagine if you had net. school loans on top of that. 10% net or gross? Said probably net. gross. Oh, net. Net? That's what they said. That's what they had said. Net income. Define that's is having much. to spend over... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, that's... <laughs> that's a lot of money. And these are people that... I, I was listening to um, the segment where people have sick children. Ugh. They have businesses that they have to run that are also dealing with inflation. So power to the motherfucking people. Y'all wild out here, here. Yay, yay. Yip, yip. Fight the powers that be over there. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard what you... Yip, yip. <laughs> Yo, shout out to all the London listeners. Not London, UK. <laughs> isn't it? That's crazy, isn't it? Fuck oh it up over God. there. Ciao. Anyway, all right, well, here we are. We made it, Shanti. I would. <laughs> I might not be able to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> I know. Listen, everybody, again, we needed to take a little break from our more questions and answers. So you got, this was, it's like when The View does a full episode of Hot Topics. You know, you got a full week of Hot Topics from us. Full week of Kiki. We will be back next week with our more questions and answers segment. But, you know, it was getting a little heavy for us. We were uh, divulging a lot, doing a lot of spiritual work. So we just needed, you know, a little a little play. Okay? We tried to incorporate play into our life. And, boy, were we playing with this one. So... <laughs> So sorry. <laughs> uh, with that, I think um, we're going to be out. Peace and Bye. blessings. Bye. You have just heard an Around Away Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around Away Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. I like to play, play. I like to play. Oh, I like to play, play. Oh, I like to.